Welcome to Snakes and Ladders, an honest podcast about career ups and downs and the tips and tricks we've picked up along the way. You're hosted today by myself, Peter Conroy, and you, Julian Armstrong. Morning. Good morning. Well, today is our very first episode, and we are here using pseudonyms, just two blokes in a dingy room in Dalston having a chat about work. Yeah. How are you, mate? So I guess why, why, the, why the pseudonyms? Why the pseudonyms? Well, firstly, hello to our three listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully one day it's three million. Yeah. But we're all going to start somewhere. Um, well, for us, obviously, we're both still gainfully employed uh, and we are starting a podcast, which we'll get into a bit later, but essentially talking about work and workplace topics and not necessarily proprietary information, but maybe personal information. And well, I think it, some of the things that we're going to talk about, um, well, everything we're going to talk about, we're going to be coming with a, a complete sense of honesty and openness. Hardcore um, bondage scene. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. I don't know about that. We're going to we're going to talk, uh, you know, openly and honestly, and and not kind of pull any punches. Yeah. We both work for global enterprises, very large companies. Yeah. And we're both in very senior positions. Yeah. And some of the stuff we're going to talk to you about. They probably don't want us talking about yep. like uh, one of the future episodes, how to hack pay rises. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it, it's important things for us to discuss and, and we want to share our knowledge. We want to, we want to talk about our experiences, our journeys, our tricks as, as, as Pete said, yep. we picked up tricks along the way, but, uh, yeah, it, yeah. in order to do that, we're, we're just sort of being a bit, being a bit careful and, um, and using some pseudonyms. But, uh, before we get stuck, just drop my phone before we get stuck in. How was your week? I think we always start the episodes with a bit of a like a how was your week kind of scenario. Yeah, too bad. Yeah? yeah, pretty good. I mean, the weather's been shocking here, but uh, it's finally think, finally started to get cold. I think. Yeah, I mean, for the for, we, I moved here and moved here with my wife in 2019. When in the year did you move? Did you move in the height of summer? Uh, yeah, like July. I think that's such a like a like a misleading way to move to the UK because you come in and everyone's like, it's summer, the days are super long, it's like a good time. But this is the first kind of like autumn, winter that have been here since then that's been pretty shit weather-wise. You reckon? But yeah, most of them have been pretty good. I mean, it gets dark, man. No one likes yeah. that. But, uh, uh, you know. Two it's a, been wet this year. Two Australians really struggle with a lack of sunlight. But 100%. I'm sure we're going to talk about that at some point. But uh, well, I moved here. I moved here in March, and I got like I think the first year I was here, we had it was like really crap summer, where oh, like yeah, it was like yeah. ten days of sunshine, and the rest was all shit. So my first year here, I was like, "What the fuck is this place?" <laughs> now <laughs> I've had a couple of decent summers, but yeah, this year's like yeah. it's the first autumn that's been really wet. Yeah. So yeah, there's that that's playing on my mind a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of negative press at the moment. Yeah. You know, there's. The war in Ukraine. There's another war going on in Israel, in the Middle East. Um, we won't try and get too political, but yeah, definitely. But you know, and then inflation and interest rates and yeah. foreign exchange rates, and it's all kind of happening. Feels like a tense time to be alive. Yeah, it's been a tough year. You know what though? Uplifting statistic I'll give you: 
200 years ago, and this is just contextual when you're feeling like, fuck, the world's going to shit. 200 years ago, 80% of the world lived in poverty. And today, it is 20%. And it's currently the lowest it's ever been in human history. There are a lot more polar bears back then, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, bring it back down to earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should shove your statistic where it fits. No, but that is important to, to put in context, um, yeah. for sure. Yeah, nice. All right, cool. cool. Let's we'll get, get stuck, stuck in. into this week's topic. Yep. All right, so inaugural, inaugural? <laughs> inaugural. <laughs> inaugural. Inaugural episode. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> great start. Episode yeah. one, season yeah. one. Yep. So, working with speech pathologists. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, our first episode, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about who we are and what we're doing and why. Yeah. Um, so, we are two mates yep. that have, how long have we known each other now? Seven, too long. Seven years. Yeah, too long. <laughs> I mean, we used to work together um, where, you know, I'm slightly older. Slightly. Um, I think, when did, we, when did you start working? I started at 25. I'm now 32. Okay. Seven years ago. Seven years. Okay. Yeah. Solid innings. Time flights. Absolutely. So we're both obviously Australian. Australian. We're now living in the UK. Yep. Not together. but um, <laughs> We're past that. Yeah. Past um, the face. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, our journey's quite unique in that we met through careers, we've become friends, we've, you know, travelled abroad uh, and kind of followed each other. Yeah, I followed uh, you. From a career perspective, like, you yeah. know, geographically. Yeah. So uh, this this discussion is around our collective experience, but all of the stuff that we have collectively picked up a- along the way and the lessons that we want to share. I think as well what... I find unique about us is we obviously start, you started out as my boss. Then we had some time apart. You came here. I was in Australia. I've then come here, worked mm. for you again, been colleagues. Now we're working set. We're separate again. Mm. And all throughout that, we've had a friendship that's kind of like changed and grown around all of that. Yeah. So we have, I think what I would consider a very candid and honest yeah. like relationship with one another mm. and you know, your opinion to me, I highly value over most, and, yeah, I, and you know, like, too, yeah. yeah, you're my go-to when it comes to advice for work. And so, you know, we kind of had the idea. I find a lot of the time we do talk about sort of work and current events in a very kind of, you know, frank and honest way. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of value to that in sort of being able to share that with people. Mm-hmm. So for us, you know, each week we're going to kind of talk about. You know, I think the it's from the millennial perspective as well. Like, if I'm honest, I think we are in the kind of at the precipice our generation is of kind of like taking the reins yeah. um, with the way the world works and the way that we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. We also now have this like kind of new dynamic of we've got Gen Z that are coming into the workplace mm-hmm. and it's really tilting the dynamic. Like, I think as millennials, we've always been kind of like the newbie underdogs that are trying to like make our way in a world that was built by others. Yeah. Now we're starting to kind of shape the way that the world is moving forward. And all of a sudden we have this younger generation that's coming in and completely like changing their game again. Mm. And so, you know, I'm in a role at the moment where I've got, I'm constantly kind of talking to you about like, fuck, I've got this thing happening at work and I don't know how to deal with it and, you know, mm-hmm. vice versa. So, you know, this will be a bit of bit of work therapy, I'm sure. Oh man, um, work therapy. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah. we're both what I call intrapreneurs. Yep. We're both successful 
uh, from that respect. Yep. Uh, we've both climbed the corporate ladder, um, got to a very high position in very large companies doing great things, which you know, I'm, I'm proud of you for that and Thanks, proud of myself. Yep. Um, and so a, a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about generally is, is how we've done that some of the tricks that we've picked up along the way, things that we can share. We're going to yep. be completely, frankly, honest. Yep. Um, so maybe dirty tricks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and we're also going to be hosting lots of different people uh, yep. from all kind of walks of life, entrepreneurs, leaders from from different industries and stuff like that. Yep. Hopefully with, with different perspectives that will provide very – varied insights mm. um i think this podcast is going to be different from others because what we're really trying to do is reach and inspire an audience that works inside organizations but i do feel that there's going to be something for everyone i think as well like my intention i know yours is as well is like this never we never want this to be preachy like no at the end of the day this is our experience like fucking take it or leave it you know yeah um it's worked for us it doesn't necessarily mean it's working for everyone but yeah hopefully there's some you know, nuggets that people can take away, gold yep. nuggets. Yep. If not, hopefully you just like listening to two really shit Australian accents <laughs> r- r- rattle on about some uh, interesting stuff. Just having a moan about work. Yeah. Um. So I have a getting to know you question. Sure. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Professional sportsman. Yeah. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Got old and fat. No, um... Yeah, so I, I did go down the this professional sports route um, I pretty heavily, played a dis- decent decent sort of standard of rugby, mm-hmm. just had a lot of injuries and life stuff get in the way, yep. um, but it definitely shaped my mentality on the way that I operate in the workspace, yep. like I'm ambitious, I'm like pretty, pretty sort of forward and and upfront about the way that I approach things because that's the way I was taught and coached. You know, like my favorite rugby coach was the guy who just said, you know, you fuck this up, go and do some laps. And at least I knew what I needed to work on. Yep. I'm not that brutal with people that work for me necessarily, but if you made people run laps at work, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Drop and give me 20. Yeah. But, um, I just appreciate the honesty and the ability to have, honest conversations that sometimes are really difficult. Yeah. It's probably gotten me to where, you know, but it's, it's a big contributing factor to where I am now. My ability to have just really honest and difficult conversations. A lot of people struggle to have difficult conversations and you only get good at it by practice and doing it more and forcing yourself to do it more. But that's probably one of my best skills. I would say. I Um, think that's what thrusts you forward constantly as well. Like, yeah, if I think about like your time, like while we've been mates and working together, it's like being the way you are kind of, it becomes very apparent when it's time to move on. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you come, you do your thing and you get to a point where you're like, you won't kind of be like, uh, like I've never seen you kind of be um, sort of question things or like be shy about it. You're like, right, this isn't working. Time to move. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, th- th- there's de- definitely going to be a, a conversation that we have around, cadence in the workplace and like setting your own speed and your own kind of uh yeah and how that impacts people around you how fast do you want to work how fast do you want to kind of tick things off does that work with the dynamic around you does that threaten other people yeah people 
I think also like it goes to show where your value system lies at work. Like some people put a lot of value in being at a place for a long time. You seem to you you seem you put a lot of value in doing something worthwhile. Yeah, from from my perspective, uh, what I want to be able to do is leave a legacy in a business. Yeah. And for a very long time, legacy to me meant doing something tangible. Mm. So we work we work in the construction and property industry, mm-hmm. engineering and, and property industry. And to me, it was like doing a project. Mm. And then I, when I moved into a sort of corporate world, it was, you know, mat- like delivering a system, doing something more efficient, um, you know, building up a team, whatever. Yep. Um, something yep. that I could look back and say, all right, I'm finished now. I've I've done that thing. I can look back and be really proud of it. Yeah. More recently, legacy to me is actually the people. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think in the last five years, uh, my perspective has changed completely, and to the point where. But that's about the amount of time you've been man- managing people. Like I was your first ten, report. Ten wasn't years, it? yeah. Ten was years. It, was I your first report? Um, well, in, in the construction industry, yeah, yeah, but I had like, you know, my own, my own business, business before, yeah. but, um, yeah, like it, it was a pretty kind of brutal realization that when you build stuff, some, the next person comes in, just kind of tears it down. Mantles it and does their own thing. Yeah. But when you impact people, mm-hmm. that's a lasting thing. It's so. funny. It's funny. There's two, like, so I used to live with a guy back in Sydney and we used to talk about work a lot as well. And he said he worked at Citibank for a while and he, he talks about this one manager he had and he's always said she's the best manager I ever had because mm-hmm. she taught me a lot about the way I work. And for me, my point of reference, you're that for me. Oh, thanks. And for me, like I think about the way you manage me and, and it definitely influences the way I choose to manage my staff. And I think we'll talk about that at some point about certain, yeah. certain choices. And I think that comes from the millennial mindset, like something that, is super noteworthy for me that I learned from you that I wouldn't have had the benefit of having from other managers. And I've had a few other managers uh, mm. over the years mm. is I don't care when you come to work or yeah. like where you work from mm. at the end of the day, the end products, as long as it, you get what needs to be done, done. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're going to do an episode on uh, de- definitely, as you can tell, we're going to do an episode on uh, friendship in the workplace. Yep. And one of the key things with our ability to be friends beyond having a working relationship is that in my mind or the way that I my I think and I think the way you think is that any relationship you have should be founded on respect. Yep. And if you don't respect your manager, mm. things like working remotely, things like turning up to work whenever whatever time you want, you're gonna take the piss. Yep. And then that's when things start to deteriorate. Yep. But if you respect them and there's a mutual respect, it's not just one way like there's a mutual respect, mm-hmm. stuff like that just becomes a, a non-discussion. Yep. I know you can work from fucking Poland at whatever time you want. Never been to Poland. You'll get, <laughs> but you'll get the work yeah. done and the, and the, the standard of it will be good. Yeah. And I'll be able to have frank and honest conversations with when you about not. whether the standard needs yep. to improve. And that's, it's, it's never because of a lack of effort. Yeah. It could just be because of misalignment. Eye but for detail, I think was my key one. Yeah, definitely. But if there's a lack of respect, you know, on either side, that's when that relationship starts to deteriorate. But interestingly for me, you can be, you you and your best friend can work together because of that respect. You know, you respect each other's time, you respect each other's effort, you respect each other's opinions. Mm -hmm. 
like naturally. Yep. Um, if someone tries to overplay their hand, like if I if I talk to you like I'm an expert in graphic design, which I'm not, and mm. you are, mm. and I just diminish your opinion or skill. Yeah, that's a lack of respect. Yeah, agreed. You know, and some sometimes you've got to bring people down to earth and whatever, and, and it's not an intentional lack of respect, but um, either way, that's that's to me how we have been able to develop a friendship beyond a professional one. I think it's interesting just on that, like you saying about having respect, it is interesting to me how many people don't respect their friends mm. and actually how normal that is. And I think about like, because you can be, it's interesting, like respect is an interesting concept, right? Because you can respect someone for the person they are. Do you respect someone for the value they bring in a work context? Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of people, the wheels would fall off. Yeah, we're, we'll definitely do another episode. Give, gives you a bit of an insight into the way that my mind mm. uh, operates. Pretty fucking scary, I think. But You're very good at like sort of flipping from like work to not work as well mm. like when we work together particularly like if there's something to be done and we have a meeting it's like oh we're here to do the thing we're doing the thing we're focusing on the thing and it's not till that meeting's over then it's like oh what are you doing on the weekend no, 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 no. Mm. and i think that's where most people would struggle as well and i think that's a learned skill because you very yeah. much fixate on getting the thing done yeah and i've learned that as well as i've gotten older as well but my like i'm also quite uh tough in terms of the expectations I set yeah. like not only in a professional sense but in a friendship sense yep like I won't spend time with someone that I don't see value yeah in so if uh I can't remember who said it but if you don't feel like you I think it might have been Stephen Bartlett but if mm. you wouldn't pay to spend time with someone yeah that's a pretty obvious barometer of like where they are on your yeah. level of importance and considering we, we spend so much time working, you know, we're doing a podcast now, which is brilliant, mm -hmm. and we're contributing time to that. Mm -hmm. um, we're both married. Mm. I'm at that age where kids are on the horizon. Mm. Time is getting smaller. Yep. And so if I'm going to spend my spare time with anyone, it's yep. going to be with people that, that matter. That yep. matter. You know? I said that to I was my partner and I were at a party last night, and there would have been like uh, 40 or 50 guys at this party. And I, sp I spent most of the night talking to like three or four people and I said to my partner, I was like, I've gotten to an age where the people I care about and people I love, I love a lot. Mm. And I spent but a lot. But it's a small list now. It's a right? very small list. Yeah. Whereas like 22 year old me would have been like, oh, you know, I just want to make many friends and da, da, da. I want mm. everyone to like me. Mm. I don't care if people like at this party last night, there are a bunch of people I didn't bother saying hi to. Didn't bother introducing myself to. I don't give a fuck. Like at the end of the day, like yeah. I love the people I love and the people who make effort with me. And uh, I think another friend of mine gave me some really good advice about like I match other people's energy. So mm. I had this mate that I knew back in Sydney. I actually dated him for a while while I was working at, at our old company in Sydney. Mm. And he was British. He moved back. And then when we first moved here, I was like, oh, I'll drop him a line, see like what he's up to. Like we're still mates, sort of thing. Mm. And I just got nothing back from him. Like it was like always too busy or took ages to reply to text messages or cancel yeah. plans on me. And I got to a point where I was like, we're not friends. We don't need to be friends. I don't yeah. need to, I'm, you're not, I'm not getting anything from you. This is costing me time and energy. Mm. And that's, you know, same question to you though, man. Like what, what did you want to be when you were a kid? I was one of those kids that changed my mind every five minutes. <laughs> I like, I also had this thing as a kid where I wanted to do something that impressed people. So like, I was like, oh, I wanna, and this is like an honest moment right now. I wanted to be like a doctor or I wanted to be something that people would be like, oh, he's really smart or he's like worth respecting. Mm. 
which is interesting because that's like says a lot about my need to validate myself as a kid wanting to do something that people thought was like worthwhile mm. and as i've gotten older i realize uh, like what i do is worthwhile no matter what i do you know yeah, what i mean definitely yeah but yeah so my my i didn't have an aspiration to do something i had an aspiration to be seen as something yeah interesting which is very interesting but i guess so like you know we we're both engineers um we're both uh, extremely ambitious. We're, we're definitely doing an ep- episode on ambition. Yeah. If anyone tells you ambitiousness is is bad, they can fuck off. Yeah, like it's it's the best thing ever. It's yeah, ma- it's what makes the world go around. Yeah, but I I can't I can't tell you how many people I speak to in the or particularly in the UK in the professional world who are like oh I've just been told by my manager that I'm too ambitious. Your manager's a fuckwit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, but also we've talked about there are people out there that are ambitious without any cause for it. So, like, there's a guy we've both worked with, ambitious without any work ethic, without any work ethic or skills whatsoever. And it's like, again, it speaks to like my childhood like desire to be seen as something rather than Mm. actually do something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I want to be the president of the United States, but also I don't know what three plus three is. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, like not matching your skill with your potential. But that's that's application, right? So you can be ambitious, but you need to fucking do something with that ambition so if you want to be something you got to fucking put the work in and go and do the thing so why should people uh why why do you think people should or why do you think they will listen to us um i think there's a lot to be said for like earnestly putting yourself out there and what your experience is right Mm -hmm. i think like we live in a society today where everything that we do is so carefully curated to like give something off yeah and like I don't think I know how to be like, I suck at social media, to be honest. We're going yeah. to have to hire someone to do our socials. <laughs> like I can't do it. Yeah, sure. But like, I think what, when we were kind of like brainstorming, like, what is this going to be? How are we going to tackle this? What, where do we want it to go? And yeah. I think like, we always kept coming back to like, we'll just be ourselves and yep. speak to our experience. And so, you know, again, we said at the beginning of this thing, like people may or may not listen to it. Like I give a fuck. Yeah. But I think I like, the idea of sharing like what we've learnt in life, you know, and from an honest place. Yeah, and the honesty and the authenticity is key. I mean, we we come from dev- very different experiences and we have very different perspectives, which is really good. That's why we work well together yeah, and yeah, yeah. Why, why we've got a great friendship um, because you, you look at things completely differently and I really value that. Mm. But for, for me, like, uh, as I was saying before about like legacy, mm. I, I want to help people. Yeah. Um, and that there's so many challenges in the corporate life. There's so many reasons why things are hard and so many so many times people will be told no. It's such a volatile and transitional place at the moment. Too. Yep, definitely. And what I'd love to be able to help people do is get past the no's. Yeah. Like get yeah. past the, oh, this is why you can't do that, mm-hmm. you know, like because th- there are no no's. For, like, those, for those who want the help. Yeah. Like uh, like-minded, ambitious people who, who want to, you know, accelerate their careers. Yep. Um, they, they, we'd love to talk to to those sort of people. Um, but yeah, man, there are no no's. Like I, I was spoken, I, I was speaking to someone uh, a couple of a couple of months ago. Um, and she said, "Oh, you know, talk to me about your biggest failure." I've not failed. Yeah. Like yeah. I've, I've I fuck up all the time. It's I make subjective. mistakes all the time. But yeah. like failure to me is a definitive thing. Mm. Means you've given up. Like, yeah, it's you set the parameters around what is failure and what is success. Yeah, so to me, failure is a definitive thing, and I've not failed. Yeah, I've not succeeded yet either. Yeah, like yeah, I do great stuff all the time. I might my hardest sort of critic, 
but I'm not there yet, so I've not succeeded, and I've definitely not failed. So, like, what does there look like? Where's there? Well, we'll, we'll have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking! Yeah. Only got the studio for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool, yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, sweet. So for now, yeah, this is us. This is us, snakes and ladders. Yep, a hundred percent. If you like us, stay. If you don't, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for this next section, we both know each other pretty well, but I always, it's always fun to ask some uh, quick-fire getting-to-know-you questions. This is a good way for you guys, the listeners, to get to know us as well. So I thought we'd just – I've fired you some questions, and let's just get stuck into them. Dive into a quiz? Yeah, why not? All right, so if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Don't say London. No. <laughs> pretty happy here, but uh – I would like to live probably in Italy or France. Yeah, I would say New York. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't stand that. I fucking love New York. <laughs> but I have to be rich to live there. Okay. Yeah, but New York. Soon, soon. One day. What makes you angry? Um, being misunderstood. Okay. Yeah. Slow walkers. Makes oh, me. that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a default, though. I think that makes everyone angry, surely. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what makes you laugh the most? I think I know the answer to this. Makes me laugh the most. Yeah. We share TikToks with each other quite a lot. I don't know. I don't know what makes me laugh That's the pretty most. pretty broad. You love a dopey comedian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like really witty humor, so it's a good thing I moved to the UK. Yeah. What's your proudest accomplishment? Oh, fuck me. Um, That's the biggest <laughs> that's the sledgehammer question. Yeah. Uh, probably getting married. That's so wanky, but yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, if you don't say getting married now, you're in the little house. Well, I can't because you've said it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Good way out. Um, <laughs> I think just surviving the last five years. Yeah, I would agree. Out of like the whole makeup of that, maybe even ten years. Just yeah. Yep. Pretty. Yeah, everyone much, should yeah. be proud of the last three, four years. Yeah. Um, all right. What was the last movie you went to? And what did you think? When is the last time you went to the movies? The last movie I went to. I'm pretty sure it was the last Bond film. Okay. When he dies. Oh, yeah, I did see that one, actually. Oh, that was pretty shit. good. I just gave it away. Ooh, sorry. It's been out for a while, though. <laughs> Spoiler um, alert. That was a good film, actually. And that's like a female Bond is the next Bond, yeah? I fucking hope not. I'm pretty sure. Oh, pretty sure she is. No, nah, man, I hope not. That's... Uh, let's get stuck into that in another type of character. No, I'm pretty sure uh, they were talking about like Idris Elba or something being the, the next Bond. Maybe. Bond's Bond. Like, it, it, I get the whole... Jane like, Bond. <laughs> I, get, I get the whole no, e- I'm equity sure. thing and I'm fully behind it, but like, you know, it'd yeah. be like getting a female Hercules. It's just, you know... What about She-Hulk? That's fine, man. But like, <laughs> it's not Hercules. Yeah. Hercules, yeah. uh, you can't spell Hercules without her. <laughs> um, I saw my like my partner and I have a have we go to the movies every weekend. It's like our little date night thing we do. Yeah, I saw my big fat Greek wedding three. Don't bother. <laughs> it's straight to DVD. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you could hire someone to help you, would it be with cleaning, cooking, or driving? Oh, transport. Yeah, I reckon cleaning, but. I preface that and say that I am very particular. Yeah. Although cooking, oh, my husband already cooks all my food. 
cooking would be good too. Like, uh, but again, like, but either or, cooking or cleaning, both yeah. big ones. How about you? I like driving. Oh, you like you like to drive. I like driving, even in London. Well, I don't have a car in London, but I do like. If I had a car, I'd like driving. Yeah, right. right. Uh, It'd mean, have to be a good car though. Well, I don't really care. I just I, I just, just like, like to drive. It. I like driving, but um, definite like I, f- I fucking hate cleaning, but I think for my own like personal <laughs> well being, I would love a personal chef. Yeah, that'd be all right if they were good. I mean, I'm a bodybuilder, so like for me, food is food. Food is yeah. fuel, really. Okay, if you could only, here's a good one. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? It's gonna be pasta, surely for you. No, okay, I'm I'm off the you, gluten. You man. big spaghetti man. I'm off the gluten. It's gluten-free pasta? Yeah, that's shit. Nah, the Sainsbury's one's actually Cardboard. pretty good. Nah, the Sainsbury's one's good. Well, I'll, I'll you, you can I'll have that as your you. one meal. My one. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I, think I think I'd have sushi probably. Oh, that's a good one actually. Yeah, sushi's pretty good. Rice and rice and you know some sort of meat. I love me a good breakfast. Some yeah. sort of like smashed avocado and I fucking. Can tell you've not eaten breakfast yet, so yeah. I right. actually haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, All right, man. What about? Have you ever had a nickname? And what yes, was it? I do, and I have a good story behind this. Okay. So I have one nickname. I'm not like my my mum actually always. So my muggle name is <laughs> like a, a name that doesn't need to be shortened uh, but it is sometimes by people my mum always like furiously stamped that out so no one ever called me by the typical nickname for my like my real name yeah so i used to play rugby and for those who know me i've got long hair and so when i started when i played rugby for this particular team someone was like oh you look just like fabio and so everyone on the rugby team started calling me fabs short for fabio yeah. I have one person left in my life that's still and is to this day the only person that calls me Fabs, and that's my only nickname. Right, okay. Which is uh, it, whatever. You know, I'll go with nice. it. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Nugget. Nugget. Yeah, you were like re- really short as a kid, weren't you? I was short and stocky. Yeah, Nugget. Still stocky, though. <laughs> I'm not short, though. <laughs> I did say short. I said you're still stocky. Um, mate, I've got another one. Yeah. Um, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? There's an animal I want to be and the animal I think would be cool to be. Uh, this is where my brain goes. I'm like, what would be the most useful? But like you're an animal, who cares? <laughs> Probably a wolf. Yeah. It's, it's a bit douchey, but like a wolf. You like being sort of, in a pack. Yeah, I very much like a pack animal kind of person. But also, yeah, yeah, let's just go with that. Let's not unpack that too much. <laughs> How about you? Um, I, I hate swimming. Like the ocean scares me, so not... You know you don't like swimming. No, I this it. I didn't know about you. No, I hate it. Um, I sink anyway. That's why I'm called Nugget. Stocky. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'd like to be like a jaguar or a panther. Yeah, or a liger. Bit, bit of a solo <laughs> kind of cat. Yeah. But more like a dog, you know. So like a, a fox? No, but I mean like an actual panther. But uh, they're, they're, not, they're not like cats. They're s- Solid, more like dogs. Oh, like a dog, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like a, a man-sized cat. <laughs> a man cat. A man cat. <laughs> a man cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's go one more. Uh, ooh, here's a good one. It's quite pertinent. What motivates you to work hard? Um, we can do another whole series. <laughs> this is a whole episode. Yeah. I think... So there's a massive insight into me. There's a few things, of of course, but like one of the things that really drives me is when somebody says, you can't do something, you can't do it, or we've tried that before and it didn't work. 
Yeah. I love when someone says that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you up. You, you, you fucked it up. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> but yeah, like being being the best, I'm quite competitive, you know, like yeah. doing things that other people couldn't do or yeah. doing things that failed or yeah, being known as the best at something is, mm-hmm. is, is definitely a big driver. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? I like the meritocracy of accomplishment, which is like a super douchey, but it's like a self... Like for me, I like people being like, wow, you're really good at that. And me being like, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, <laughs> which is a bit embarrassing, but like if we're being honest, like no, like setting myself a challenge and doing it and then saying and showing that I've done it and impressing people, which is again, not an ideal trait to have, but like I'm being honest with myself. I know that I like that. Yeah. But so you get, you get a bit of uh, gratification out of, of, out of others sort of recognizing what you do. Yeah. Um, I don't think I get that. Like, I don't really care what other people think. I just care that I think I've fucking smashed it. Yeah, I definitely, I do care that I care as well. It's like I'm renovating my house at the moment and like I'm doing it all myself. And I do, sometimes like my partner will come and like find me and I'll just be in there just like looking. (laughs) I'll just be standing there looking at it all, just taking it all in and just like, you know, assessing my work. Yeah, you got to be proud of what you do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is so weird. Also, that's such a middle-aged man thing, you know, like you like that stereotypical like dad that's just like that's standing some, on the that's ship. some good grass that I cut today. Yeah. Watching someone park their car. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm turning into that. Yeah, cool. Well, right, man, man, the other thing I wanted to do is just forecast our upcoming episodes. Yeah. So, so obviously we've done a, an introduction, but we're going to do a deeper introduction. Yeah. Uh, next, yeah. sort of explaining. Why we are the way we are. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, giving it insight into the way that we think, what our backgrounds are. To a degree, as we said, we're we're doing this anonymously. Um, Then we're going to move on to uh, a a detailed and fun discussion around workplace events. Yeah, I think we're going to keep it pretty topical. So we're getting towards, we started this podcast at the start of fall. So Christmas around the corner. So we're going to be talking about, you know, Christmas parties and the do's and and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts. Yeah. And then... AI. AI as well. I I think it's it's been in the news heaps. So we're like, we can't not talk about this. Yep. And then um, another one as well. Uh, Pay rises. Yeah. Bonuses. Christmas 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 baby. Bonuses and pay rises and that sort of stuff. So yeah, there's quite a few meaty topics coming up, which which which, uh, I and you are both excited to be... Yep. Getting stuck into. Yeah. So looking forward to it. 100%. Awesome, man. Well, that's all we have time for today. To stay up to date with the latest episodes, don't forget to like and subscribe. Feel free to leave us a comment as we love to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, for our four listeners out there, don't forget to tell your friends and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see you soon. Awesome. Cheers, Great. man. Thanks, Bye. mate. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you.